Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Woven. This is episode 17, and we are continuing in our discussion with Will Harris from White Oaks Pastures. We're um, in the middle of our series on stewardship, and this is the second part of a two-part episode with him concerning stewardship of the land um, and food and sustainable food sources and just the things that he does down in White Oaks Pastures to promote this, um, this type of stewardship. So if you didn't listen to part one, we pray that you'll go back and listen to the beginning of this interview and you will enjoy the rest of what um, Will has to teach us. And um, as always, we thank you for listening. That brought me up to another question, though. So a lot of times, you know, we can go to Costco, we can see organic grass-fed beef, we'll buy our three-pound little pack. But can you talk a little bit about the importance of local? Because um, we were talking earlier about how a lot of our organic grass-fed beef is from different countries. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question. We've got a serious problem right now. Uh, Grass-fed beef consumption in the United States has exploded in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. It's gone from very insignificant to a fairly noticeable segment of the market. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately... Ten years ago, virtually all the grass-fed beef in this country was raised in this country. Yeah. Today, uh, we think at least 75% is imported from Australia, New Zealand, Uruguay, mm-hmm. uh, other, other countries. And uh, that is really uh, troubling because it's done through a USDA rule that I think is intentionally misleading. It's yes. certainly misleading, and I think it's intentional. Mm-hmm. And uh, that rule says that uh, beef and pork from all those countries I just named can be sold in your grocery store mm-hmm. or listed on the menu of your restaurant as product of the USA, mm-hmm. even though that animal never drew a breath of air in this country. It was it was probably uh, slaughtered over a month ago, mm-hmm. halfway around the world. Yeah. But it's sold legally as product of USA. The rule says that if uh, that uh, animal, that meat, had uh, value added to the product yeah. in this country, it's a product of the USA. Okay. And that flies in the face of what the consumer believes they're getting. Of course. When they buy a hamburger, a steak, or a pork chop. Okay. So if we can't, if we can't trust that the USDA stamp on the on the package of the beef is hundred um, percent sure that it's U.S. grown or raised, then how do we know what to buy besides buying one that has a white oak pastures well, you, stamp on it? <laughs> Well, yeah, this this is not a wide open. No, no, I know. That's you why know. I'm saying. That's why I'm asking that yeah, question. This, this, this yeah. is this is an American producer. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So how do you so, determine so, that something's American? Well, so sadly, 
it's exactly what you said. You can't depend on that USDA mm-hmm. uh, bug saying product. Even if it says the words product of, of the USA, yeah. it, it, it might have died 30, 30 days earlier yeah. in, the, in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, you you have to know something about the operation that produced the food. Okay. Mm-hmm. Even, yeah. And you can do that uh, by shopping at the farmer's market. Yeah. You can do it by buying a branded product that you have some confidence in the brand. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we literally built six cabins on this farm so, and, and put it in a restaurant so, so that we could bring people here. Yes. So we could show them what we do. You know, yeah. we're, you're proud of it. We're fiercely proud. Yes. We're fiercely proud of the program. We want you to see it. It's not perfect. It's yeah. real good. This and that restaurant's real good, y'all. Yeah, Sorry. we tried it. We can vouch for it. <laughs> but, uh, but, and, and I, again, this is not a white passage commercial. This is, but it is a public service message saying, mm-hmm. yeah. consumer, you need to know more about where your beef and pork is coming from yeah. and what you can read on that link. And I think a good kind of litmus test of that is, does the person want you to know? Is it easy to find that information on your label? And if it's a good producer, like if you just go to the grocery store and get like the grocery store brand ground beef, there's no information on it. You have yeah. no idea where that came from. But but somebody who's doing a good operation like y'all do, like other you know ranchers do, they're proud of it. And they'll put it on their label and it'll be very clear that this is pasture raised and where it's from and all of that information yeah. will be there. So I think, especially now in 2018, it's really not as hard as it has been in the past to find, you know, good meat and to be... You know, if you're looking for it. Yeah. So you, you, you talked earlier about the you know, the shopper uh, yeah. changing the world by spending the money yeah. for practices they support. This mis- misleading uh, USDA labeling empowers large multinational uh, meat companies to go shop for beef or pork in the cheapest markets in the world yeah, and bring it to the best market in the world yeah, and put product in the USA. Yeah. Now, if, and, and that's what they do. That's, that's, you know, they're, they're stock companies. They're charged yeah. with generating return for of the course. investors. That's they're doing job. what they're supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. But if they are buying the cheapest beef and pork in the world, do you think they're buying the beef and pork that's raised the best of any in the world? Or that's paying their employees very well, either. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or treating the environment, environment. very well, exactly. or treating the animals very well. Yeah. That, that low price came at a great price yeah. to the people that were doing it, or to the yeah. land, or to the animal. Yeah. Or all three. Yeah. And that's kind of a good point, too. So, say somebody's listening and they're not entirely convinced that they should maybe make changes or it feels overwhelming. I think. It is good to know that there's a spiritual aspect to this. I mean, the things we do have an effect on us spiritually. And I mean, when we don't support good practices for animal welfare and we don't blanket a 99 cent hamburger and ask a question. Yeah. I mean, have you felt any sort of a, um, a lightness of your spirit as you sort of put in these more sustainable practices? Well, yeah, I guess these ways like that is the most uh, concise, succinct answer I can give you is I'm 63 years old and I've had a really good life. But I'm happier now than I've ever been. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I really enjoy what I do. I love what I do. I do it 14, 15 hours a day, seven days a week because I want to, not because yeah. I got to. Yeah. Having brought these other family members back into the operation, and they are happy in raising children in this operation, mm-hmm. bringing people uh, sophisticated, educated, smart people from all over the country here and seeing them uh, have babies and build lives. It's yeah. fun. I mean, it's just great. You know? yeah, yeah. I, I got a good gig. You know? <laughs> I hope I live a long time because I don't want to die. This is fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I think this is just a little, speaking of informational time, little FYI, I don't know if everybody, like it was confusing to me um, until I researched it, the difference between organic, grass-fed, free-range, Uh, pasture raised like those are all terms that you can if you just see organic sometimes people think oh it's organic and they grab it like can you give like a brief just like description of what the difference between organic and grass-fed and all of that is yeah yeah so uh, we have been through an era in which uh, all of us producers worked really hard spent a lot of money to get all these certifications and they yeah. were like merit badges for Boy Scouts. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're probably getting out of that era. Yeah. And the reason is because it's just not a very good way of telling people what you do. The uh, use the organic. Uh, organic is controlled by USDA. There's yeah. a USDA standard for organic. Yeah. And at its inception it was a pretty good vegetable standard. Yeah. But then when they added animals to it, they just did a horrible job. Yeah. I mean, you can raise uh, animals, chickens, cows, hogs, whatever, in a horrible uh, factory, monocultural confinement environment and feed them organic feed, mm-hmm. and it's certified organic. Yeah. But it flies in the face of what the consumer believes they're getting. Exactly. And then on top of that, they further watered down. You could today, you can grow vegetables without soil in a hydroponic environment and call it certified organic. Yeah. So when the actual term organic means the organic material in the soil, but that's carbon why. based. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so it flies in the face. So I think we're, I think that uh, sophisticated consumers are getting past standard. I, I got all of them. My land certified organic. My, uh, uh, ruminants, cows, hogs, sheep, cow, sheep, goats, certified grass-fed, Project Non-GMO, Global Animal Partnership, Animal Welfare, rated at five, dot, dot, dot. We've got all those certifications. certifications yeah. But I'm not particularly proud of them. Like, I got them because when I got them, I thought it was important. Yeah. But as uh, more and more and more certifications have become available and the consumer has just gotten jaded with it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some there are certifications out there that sound so good. Yeah. But it's such low hanging fruit that yeah. anybody can get it. Yeah. yeah. And then you don't have time as a consumer raising children and, and professional people to research all that. So yeah. I, uh, I think that I mean, we will continue to have all those Boy Scout bad certifications we've got now for a long time. But I think they're worth less and less and less. Yeah. And the real deal is authenticity, knowing where your food comes from. You yeah. Know, you don't, 
maybe you get to go there. That'd be best case. Mm-hmm. If you don't, maybe your friend went and told you about it. You heard it on a podcast. You heard it. <laughs> Yeah. Or, or, or you just went on the website yeah. and yeah. said, you know, that sounds like the real deal. And by the way, I, it's only 200 miles. I could drive over if I wanted to. Yeah. So uh, I think that uh, we, we talk about authentic American agriculture. I think yeah. that's, what's, that, that's what eventually we'll come to. Yeah. Yep. So grass-fed, a cow eats grass. Correct. So grass fed is, is a good standard. Uh, yeah. it's one of this, in fact, I think it's one of the better standards out there. Okay. Uh, uh, the American Grass Fed Association, and I'm on a disclaimer. I am on the board of it. Mm-hmm. It's a nonprofit. I don't get paid, but I, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we've got standards that's on our website that I think are uh, very strong standards. The animal cannot be confined. It's got to be free roaming mm-hmm. on grass. No hormone implants. No antibiotics. Yeah. Uh, so if it says grass fed, it means there will not be antibiotics. Correct. That's part of it. It's American, American Grass Fed Association. Okay. Gotcha, I mean, gotcha. I, if, if somebody just claims grass fed, then yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it could be. But if it's uh, through the American Grass Fed Association, now, uh, that means no antibiotics in that product. If we yeah. have a sick animal, yeah. we can give it antibiotics. We just can't put that beef in our package. Okay. It's got gotcha. to be sold in the commodity market somewhere yeah. out there without a claim. Yeah, you're not going to not. I think that uh, some people think that too. Well, they're not going to help a sick animal. Obviously, that's not the case. You just can't sell it as grass-fed. Right. So the first, yes. the first thing you do is it, you strive to not have sick animals. If you raise the animals in a, in a natural environment, you know, not in confinement, not fed yeah. on natural feedstuffs. You're not going to have too many sick animals. Yeah. Uh, and then if you, uh, but if you do have one, it's just good animal welfare to doctor the to animal. Take care of it, yeah. that's, that's, that's that's part of our responsibility. Mm-hmm. But you can't put that product in that package that says grass fed. Grass fed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then free range, because do you have free range chickens? You oh, do. Yeah. Yes. You okay. Saw. Yeah, I saw it, but I, I didn't know. I didn't, I know I you saw know the that. tricky labels. Yes. Yes, yes, but also I saw them, but also you also sell that. Yes. Okay. And free range is again a horrible, yes. horrible claim. Yeah, that's why I'm asking because I know yes. it is. Uh, you know, the, the, the the way it's written, I can't quote it exactly, but the animal must have access to outdoors. <laughs> Which so, could mean 10 minutes. Which could mean zero minutes if it's, if it's a door cut. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If you got in a big industrial chicken or poultry house mm-hmm. and cut a little two-foot wide, two-foot high square out yeah. and put a little concrete pad out there, a little, a little fence around it, they're not going out there. No, they don't want to be out there. They don't want to be out there. Yeah. And, I mean, why, so why do it? But yeah. The reason you do it is so you can say That's your free range. Free range, yeah. So our, you know, for us... Uh, we we put uh, one day old chicks or poles, which is baby turkeys or yeah. geese or ducks or guineas, uh, in a uh, little brooder, and, and and that little brooder they're enclosed. But they're only in there for three weeks. Yeah, and then that's when we keep them dry and at ninety degrees. But the end of that three weeks, they go out on the pasture. And they're never shut up again. We don't shut them up at night. Mm-hmm. They, they're out. They okay. got a house. 
Huh. There's a house they can if walk they in. If they want to go in, yeah. Walk in, walk out. We don't shut the door. It's, in fact, the store all the way around is. It's just a big open house. Yeah. And uh, and it it takes us uh, at least 12 weeks <clears throat> to make a, a three to four pound broiler to sell, dress yeah. bird. In the industrial model, they can have a five pound bird in less than six weeks. Yeah. So... It's very fast. Uh, a lot of a lot of problems with the genetics on those fast growing birds. Huge breasts that the legs aren't. Yeah, they can't even walk, right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bigger's not always better. <laughs> Bigger's not always better, especially when it comes to chicken meat. Um, and so, so that's pasture grass or um, free range grass and organic. Are there any other certifications? There's that are like confusing? some of them say vegetarian fed. Yeah, well, and, that, and that's that's always interesting to me. Now, you know, my goats and sheep and cattle are by nature vegetarian. Well, yeah, and they yeah. should never be, and they they would never voluntarily eat meat or animal products of yeah. any sort. They, yeah. they, they 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 you know that the way mad cow disease got started is they tricked the cows into eating processed. Uh, yeah. Animal waste, Product, yeah. But you got to trick them; they, they won't do it. And and so that that, that should it's a no brainer they're vegetarian. Right. Now my hogs and my chickens are not vegetarian. I mean, yeah. They love bugs and worms and whatever else. Anything that's smaller than them, yeah, they'll eat it. Yeah. And we don't feed them meat products. Yeah. But I think it's. Uh, it's like taking your kids to the zoo and saying, we just want to see the vegetarian tigers. We don't want to see the ones that actually eat meat. Well, they're supposed to eat meat. Yeah, know? yeah. That's yeah, part of the cycle of life. Yeah, very carnivorous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so that's an arbitrary. Yeah, that, that's, uh, I label. mean, that, play, that, that started when the uh, mad cow disease yeah. uh, blew up and people were so afraid of that. Understandably, they should yeah, be. Yeah, sure. But uh, then it, it came out it was because the cattle were not eating a natural vegetarian diet. Yeah. So it became good marketing to put vegetarian okay. diet on everything. Yeah. But and and again, I endorse that for ruminants. Ruminants are cows, uh, uh, goats, and sheep. sheep. In, yeah. On this farm. Yeah. Uh, but the to put uh, it's, uh, to put vegetarian for. Chickens, particularly, it's just, it's just insane. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Okay, so if you had, if you had like two or three minutes to tell somebody why they should buy locally, because we've talked about this, but I'm trying to get it down to like a little nugget. So if you had like three, three to five minutes to tell somebody why they should buy not just white oat pastures, but just any local, like if they live in South Carolina and there's a local farm like White Oak Pastures, why should they do that? If you had three to five minutes and say why it's important for them. I know you've said it broadly, but like just like elevator pitch of why before we wrap up. You know, the, the, uh, if the consumer yeah. uh, cares about benefiting the environment, yeah. there's probably no, 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 place they can spend their money that will have as much impact okay. as, as, as supporting a farm that's engaged in 
genuine regenerative farming practice. Okay. If the consumer cares about animal welfare, there's probably no way to get more bang for their buck than supporting a farm that allows their animals to express instinctive behavior yeah. all day, every day. Yeah. If the consumer is interested in supporting an impoverished local rural economy, there's probably no way to do it that's any more effective than to support a farm that's producing, hiring mm-hmm. in, in, in their own communities. Yes. So yes. That, that's where that is. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Anything else, Rebecca? Any other thoughts? I don't think so. I think we covered a lot. I think we did. That What's your great. favorite uh, thing to do with beef? Eat it. <laughs> That's a really good answer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, you know, what, what, I, what I'm often asking is, <clears throat> what, what's your favorite cut of beef? Yeah. And yeah. my response is, what you going to do with it? That's a good point, yeah. <clears throat> okay, how about in the summertime? Well, you're probably going to grill it, What right? you going to do with it? So, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, so if, you're, if you're going to if, if you're going to grill it, mm-hmm. it needs to be one of the middle meats. Okay. <clears> the <throat> middle meats are muscles of support. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, ribeye, fillet, mm-hmm. uh, uh, strip. Sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah. If you want to braise something, it needs to be a muscle of locomotion. That'd be like round yeah. or shook. Uh-huh. A joint. If it's hard to uh, if you want uh, broth, which broth is so powerful and, and then you know these uh paleo knuckle, knuckle bones, you know, it, 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 broth is good for you. It's yeah. incredible that <clears throat> it goes back to chicken soup, you know. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and, exactly. Uh, you know, ground ground beef is just incredible the things you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it depends on what you're going. What are you going to do with it? It's all good. Organ meats are fantastic. You know, they're so nutrient dense. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you if you if we live close to nature. And if a if a coyote pack of coyotes takes a calf down, mm-hmm. the first night they eviscerate it from the gullet to the eyes. They yeah. eat nothing but organs. Really? They eat all the organs. Interesting. And the next night, if they don't kill another calf, they'll come back and start on the muscles. Yeah. You know the you know the uh, uh, Native Americans when they slaughtered a buffalo, the chief got the organs. The organs. The same with the same in tribal Africa. Yeah. The, historically, organs have been most sought after because they're so nutrient dense. But here in this country, you know, we. We uh, turn news, is that bad? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you know, that. you know, yeah. liver and uh, yeah. sweet bread. Yeah. And heart, heart. So, yeah. yeah. I need somebody to prepare it for me, right, so that I like it. I have tried sweet bread and do like it. I just need to have it. Pro- I when I think of liver, I don't think of it prepared properly, and then I don't want it. So <laughs> I need somebody. <clears throat> I need you to make me liver properly. I can make you some liver. <laughs> you know, as I just said, that it, it's all good depending on what you do with it. Exactly. If, if you're gonna screw it up, you're not gonna screw it. Yeah, that's true. That's, you can screw up a steak, even a good and that's one. That's kind of true of life. Yeah, it's all good depending on what you do with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. So that's awesome. Good. Well, thank you so much for sharing and spending all, all this time with us. Well, let's take, let me just tell you, we have had lunch. We have had a tour. Yeah. It has been really fun. Yeah. We've had a great day It's here. been a real fun day. Yep. Well, I'm grateful you all for taking the whole day out of your life to come to Bluffton, Georgia and visit White Oak Pastures. It's, uh, you know, we don't spend money on advertising because I just don't believe it. Yeah. Uh, we, for us to, to gain customers, uh, we need to get them down here and let them look. Yeah. If they come and they look, they will become our partners, our customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we. I'm. I'm a. I'm a farmer, not a hunter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for a quick kill sale. Yeah. I'm not on the Marsham Wells. I'm not on the Marsham I'm looking to cultivate that relationship. Yeah. With, Community. Yeah. You know, I need a thousand families that's going to buy their protein from us. Yeah. In perpetuity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we're all set. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Well, thank you again. And we'll definitely put all the show notes. We'll have all the information about white oak pastures and a lot of the information that we've, we've researched. Um, and some videos from the back of the Jeep. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. But I hope you still have that since your your phone wasn't doing so well. It's fine. Technical difficulties. We got. It. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's good. And you know, we've got a lot of stuff on our website. Yeah, we'll definitely yes. we'll link to that in a heartbeat. Yeah, anything that's on my and and uh, until recently, uh, this was a, a luxury of ours that we uh, we hired a young lady who was a photographer who yeah. worked here for a year, mm-hmm. and uh, she's 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 leaving now. So we, we knew it was going to be a, if we need to get a bunch yeah. of pictures in yeah. the file. So we, sure. we don't lose a player. She makes pretty good money for us. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. So now we've got this investment in a big bank of pictures, pictures. and videos yeah. and stuff. So uh, if you That will be better than Rebecca's iPhone. So. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not disparaging Rebecca's iPhone. <laughs> That but, went dead halfway through. It's fine. <laughs> if you, uh, uh, Jenny can provide you with, if you said you want pictures of a uh, spotted pig standing by a rose bush, she can probably. Well, now that's it. exactly what I have to ask for. <laughs> yeah, now we're going to have to do it. I don't, I don't know if she can find it. Yeah, I bet we got one. But, uh, and, and we got a drone, we got a drone. Yeah. Drone shots are amazing for, for uh, me. Uh, for even the, me, well, yeah, just, you never get that view. It does yeah. all been doing it all, but you don't see it from that angle. I tell you what, yeah. It's incredible. Well, yeah, yeah, it's just wonderful. I just, I, I just mesmerized by it. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's been a joy. It really yeah. has. It, it really yeah. has. Yeah. We're gonna go stock up our coolers. You're both yeah. Great ladies, Georgia. Okay. Thank, thank you. So thank much. you. Okay. Until next time. See ya. Bye.